not good music. Just the good stuff, baby. You guys know that the Girl Scouts are back? I learned a lot. <laughs> they go. <laughs> <laughs> they go to their dwellings uh, when it's not uh, like to, to bake cookies. To bake cookies, I assume. Uh, no, but I learned a lot about Girl Scouts this year. Number one, they'll sell you loose cigarettes from their mom's purse if you ask. They'll do yeah. it. Um, also, if you bring them like a 12-pack of Ice House, they'll let you take as many cookies as you want. That's all Girl Scouts or just the ones in, 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 in Arizona? The national uh, I think it's all policy, or is, is that a? Yeah. I think it's all. Cool. Um, if you're oh. watching the stream, you probably ask like Tyler so tactfully asked before the stream. <laughs> uh, did you get shot in between the eyes? <laughs> and the answer is, I was getting ready, I was washing my face, I was shaving, and I cleaned up the brown line and just just nicked myself right in the, between the eyes. Oh, and it's not it that like obvious. It was, but I should have gotten the picture earlier. I had blood running down. I like I got like shot in a cartoon. <laughs> oh man! Jeez. I would like keep eating my meal, and then like five minutes later, collapse because <laughs> the glasses made it worse somehow. Oh, because it's like irritating it, or it just bring yeah, more attention that. to it. It just yeah, you're looking at it. There's like a little window on mine that like perfectly highlight the head wound. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Oh well, I'm sorry. Good news it's is, okay. It wasn't your fault. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I just I called. You I texted, texted me right exactly. <laughs> Ping. Yeah. And then my uh, <laughs> my my text alert is the Wilhelm scream. So I I get scared <laughs> every time. <laughs> you guys hear any good jokes? <laughs> <laughs> Since we started this episode, Sean has been looking away from camera. What is what is so. An interesting oh, I'm, tactic I'm, for a podcast. Yeah, I'm hurt to not be on it. Uh, <laughs> scribbling down my notes. Because <laughs> last week, for uh, keen listeners, I rambled a whole lot. And I'm trying to curb that behavior. Uh, um, so even for my little short uh, good stuff this week, I'm making sure that I, I have concise notes for it. It is episode 231. <laughs> yeah, disappearing, disappearing yeah, completely from it. the episode. <laughs> So it's 2.32 and Sean's like, maybe I should tighten up these notes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I shouldn't ramble so much. No, Sean no, listened no. to episode Last... 2.31 for his first time ever listening to the podcast. <laughs> Most of the time, I just, I, I, when I edit, I turned it up to uh, five times the speed. So everything's unintelligible. And I just edit whenever I hear a <coughs> or a, a someone hitting the table. Dang. And that's it. Yeah, How often are we hitting the table? Well, I hit the table. One of your classic zingers. Yeah. Slapping yeah. for air. I'm slapping my <laughs> knee, not the table. Let's be real here. Um, the table's in the way of your knee. That's true. That's true. What uh, what episode? We're on episode 232. My goodness. Uh, we got we got a good episode for you folks. We're actually talking a lot about Netflix. A lot has been going on in the past few weeks uh, with Netflix. Any day now, we're getting a, our... our uh, uh, we're not going to be able to share our accounts anymore. I don't think we're sharing Netflix between us. I know we're sharing... Um, Disney. Don't say it on air, Tyler. Jeez. Oh, sorry, sorry. Out. Of course. Of we course. share a bank account uh, and we share PBS Plus, and that's it. <laughs> we share a bed, a bank account, and PBS Plus. <laughs> Got oh, I think Arthur. it's PBS Passport now. One big shower. <laughs> uh, hey, that's the only place you could find Cyber Chase unless you pirate online. And I got in the shower. shower? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler showers completely in the dark and is like, I'm watching Cyber Chase. <laughs> watching Gilbert that uh, bird <laughs> talking to <laughs> he's, he's doing 
it's like the imagination episode of spongebob where tyler's just in the dark in the shower and he's just like imagining the new episode of cyber chase and all you hear from the outside is just his best gilbert godfrey impression <laughs> cyber chase never ended it's continued in my mind. Tyler doesn't know uh, it's a CBS, <laughs> CBS, PBS show. Tyler says, you want to play, you want to watch Cyber Chase? And I said, yeah, he turned the shower on. I got really scared. <laughs> yeah. In a box in the shower. I, it's <laughs> 40 minutes of the shower running. 20 minutes is dedicated to Cyber Chase. 20 minutes is dedicated to that um, show about the Revolutionary War. History is kids. Yes. You know what yeah. I don't remember that one. I don't remember either, but I, it has never ended in my mind. Um, haven't gotten to the name of the show. Kids? No. Liberty Kids. Liberty's Liberty Kids. kids. Uh, okay. My personal favorite, which still hasn't hit streaming, uh, was Hysteria, which was on WB Kids. And it was Hysteria? A, what yeah. is that? Is like the bonkers? Oh, have we not talked about this yet? Hysteria was like, it's spelled This was H-I-S- actually made up in Sean's head. No, it's not. I can find you clips. Uh, it's spelled H I S T E R I A, and it just basically it tells stories throughout history using these like little kooky kid characters. There's Father Time. Um, I could probably sing you the same song still today. Um, I'm looking at this. You made this up. There has, it has one it view on YouTube, and it's from S Berry ninety one. It was a beloved show when I was in like the first or second grade, and I miss it to death. I wish like HBO Max or not HBO Max, they take off everything, but I wish someone would just like pick it up just so we can watch it. Cause I remember it being very funny. Step in the shower and, uh, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah. There should be a ska themed streaming service that whenever, a, a a a show gets canceled on Netflix or HBO, they pick it up, pick it up. All right. Keep going. All right. <laughs> Wasn't that a joke on a previous episode of Radish? I don't know. I don't, I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's big fat baby. Uh, big fat baby is great. Um, what else are we talking about? We're talking about Netflix. We're talking about why the hell it sucks now. Uh, Sean's talking about a YouTube series. Is that a YouTube yes. series? Nice, nice. And Will's talking about a song you heard on the internet. Uh, we've got the best the thing Numa to happen. the Numa dance. Yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> it was my most listened to song in iTunes for like the first three years I had iTunes, so I get it. What? Three years? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't understand like a month. But geez. as long as I had my iPad, iPod Nano, which I think was like two to three years, Dragostadinte by Ozone was my most listened to song. Explains a lot. He even said it in, in Romanian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> Great song. Um, talking about the best thing to happen to trains since Drops of Jupiter and Black IP is about to get the bag because some folks were infringing on their creative liberties uh, this week. So. Which they should have already had revoked, but we'll get to it. <laughs> Tyler, I'm going to fight you. Why? I had the Drops of Jupiter joke reserved for one of my shows. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I can't I say what it's about, but I had, uh, I had written my notes down, and I wrote a Drops of Jupiter joke in my notes, and I <laughs> hate you so much. <laughs> we'll still laugh, Tor- we promise. The Torian Kings. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I mean, if you need to make like a good train joke, I have a friend um, I could connect you with. You can meet Virginia, um, mm-hmm. and she could help you out. <laughs> Sean really killed the drops of Sean. I wish you would step back up. from that ledge. <laughs> <laughs> That's third eye blind. <laughs> They're all trained better. Think about it. <laughs> um, oh, better. If there's any episode that I'm going to name myself this, it's this one. I'm Tyler Elefunk Mick. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> We haven't even done all the um, yet. 
I'm uh, Shawnee Sweet Charmed Life. Maybe I used to think the song was semicolon kind of life, which I, I don't know. It's, it's different. It's like Anyways, I'm colder sure. moved. <laughs> yeah, like semicolon kind of life. I was like, oh man, it's like it's like a pause and then it keeps going. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Two independent clauses, and I'm Will yeah. Will Boss Tones. <laughs> The impression really, that really I get Boston. is that it's episode 232. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, you guys know there was a guy in the Mighty Mighty Boston's whose job it was to dance? <laughs> really? If you watch their SNL performance, everyone's playing mm. an instrument except for one of them. Either his got lost in the mail or the, he, his full-time <laughs> job is just skanking. Because he is oh, just going The hard. skank is what they called him. <laughs> was he even good? Oh, he, Tyler. Oh, okay. I think he, he set he the tone for skanking for decades to come. All of <laughs> us are still dancing like Hank the Skank. Yeah, truly. truly. Oh, there's, a, there's an article on Vice. We interviewed the shit out of the Mighty Mighty Boston's full-time dancer. He is there. <laughs> Great. Oh, yeah. Great. Um, More bands should have that. Truly. Truly. Rush. Rush. Oh, man. Sign me up. They lost one member. They can gain another. <laughs> Could he do both? <laughs> <laughs> the dance Tom Sawyer. Hmm. I could do it. <laughs> I'm up to the challenge. All right, I'm adding that <laughs> to the wedding playlist for this. Just doing the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones dance. <laughs> just skanking to Tom Sawyer. Um, let's move on to some good news. Uh, truly, the best news this week is uh, coming from from an old classic. The Black Eyed Peas, B-E-P as I call them. Um, Sean brought, Sean sent this to us. Was this on Instagram or something like that? Yeah, it was on Instagram, and I was just like, this is ridiculous enough. Maybe we should uh, talk about this. Yeah, so please, take it away, Sean. Oh, God, I, I'm prepared for this. Oh, oh. Uh, Black Eyed Peas are uh, suing a toy company. Um, I have to get the name of the toy. Uh, it's my poop. fucking ridiculous. <laughs> We don't have the rights to this, but it, it just played. Neither, on my, uh, neither does the the toy company. Neither do yes, they. We're good. Yeah. Uh, Double Jeopardy. <laughs> I can't stop it. All right, we're just gonna have an underlaying. Um, so this is a stereo gum headline. Uh, Black Eyed Peas is labeled suing the makers of Poopsie Slime Surprise, which <laughs> that phrase alone just got us taken off the Apple Podcast market. Oh yeah. Um, but it's a the pooping unicorn off. toy for $10 million over an unauthorized parody of My Humps, which you that can toy hear. That $10 million? Yeah. Yeah. It's well, good no, the, for them to pay the, this off. This oh, the, is how the much damages. they're suing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Never their mind. makers are suing uh, for $10 million for seeing My Poops, which is as pleasant as My Humps. It, it, hey, now. It, hey, now. Hey. It took all of 12 minutes at least to write My Humps, and you're saying... <laughs> That's true. This probably took. Does it have a delightful trumpet solo at the beginning? (laughs) (laughs) Not that I can tell. It's just 1920s old Hollywood ass intro before my humps. No, but it's unfortunately not. Four unicorns dancing in diapers, shitting. Which this was (laughs) not made. This was not made for children. (laughs) So much. I don't think I met a child out there that's like, whoa! Now that I want. This was made for very creepy, creepy people online. No, Tyler. Yeah. You'd be surprised. Slimes toys are like. Not the most popular right now, but like they're in. Like kids oh. love little gross toys, including like the little pooping unicorns they have to take up. Like remember, like the baby dolls you would have to. Not, 
us. We I don't think we play vegetables, but <laughs> the, the ones like you would have to feed and like they'd like you know yeah. make they like act like real babies. It's sure. I think it no, activates no. the same part of the brain. No, it's all about a because- bear that changes in icy and warm water. It's a. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the money. They're is. not, they're not microscopic cars, uh, so I don't really understand it. But yeah, they look like brats. It's someone basically took brat stalls, My Little Pony, and just grody toys and put them all together in one, and then committed copyright fraud. Yeah. So, Sean, I, I'm gonna have to push back on you again. I get the babies thing, like babies pooping and all that, and I even get the Elmo one. You know, it's a familiar IP. Children are drawn to that. These are four unknown unicorns, or at least they're unknown to me, uh, yeah. with, that are wearing wearing makeup and like have real, like actual current hairstyles. Um, I don't think that this is a children's. Like, I think that this was this is made for adults. I, I promise you, it is. It is a children's. Yeah, you ever go on surprise kids YouTube <laughs> like, and see the messed up stuff oh. on there? Yeah, it's it's LOL yes. surprise. It's the the company that makes like these little dolls. It's the same thing with just like slime, and it's it's exactly like the it's it has slime and has like surprise openings sure. and it's cute unicorns. This is like what's in with children right now. Gotcha. Damn. We should apologize to Funko. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at their, their not doing family of bad. their family of products here, and we were too mean. This is way worse. This is like this is like a pinata full of sin. <laughs> but here's the thing: there's a difference between being mean to you know 23 year olds who are getting plastic vinyl toys to line their walls, and being mean to like a seven year old who likes a fun little gross toy. Like obviously, yeah, 23 year old can fight back. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I feel like, you know, the kids that are playing with this, it's innocuous. As far as I know, there are no scientific studies done to see the if long-lasting effects of poopsie unicorns. Oh, what was it? Poopsie slime surprise. No. But I just, I don't know. I feel like that benefits a child, whereas, you know, a, a pop vinyl figurine doesn't really benefit a, an adult apart from just like, I have all the Bob's Burgers characters. <laughs> I'm just saying from a design standpoint, they're much better to look at, even though we hated them oh, for, for so long sure. than these... They don't shit. Uh, this is like if Lisa Frank and yeah. Cronenberg had a team. <laughs> <It's> just- <laughs> Neither of you. Wait, no, Will, you saw Megan. I saw Megan. This is a Megan talk. Yeah, yeah. This is from the movie Megan. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is, yeah, Megan uh, makes a joke about these sort of toys off right off the bat. Oh. Tyler, you'll soon understand. I thought we were about to get into the, the intricacies of, of how Megan uses the restroom, which I was getting concerned about. There is a lot uh, of that. Oh, there is like 30% of Megan is about how she goes to the restroom. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> she leaves and you're like, oh, it's over. And she goes right back in. <laughs> Tyler, don't look it up. Just watch okay. Megan. Okay. Yeah. yeah Tyler, like, Google right Google. now. How does Megan go to the restroom? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if the nearest public library you can go, Google that on the, all of their computers. Ask yeah. your parents. Ask my parents before I go online. Um, moving on to, uh, slow news week, ghost train. So we have a train in Germany that catches on fire and they're unable to put it out before it starts drifting down a hill and careening off towards Austria. So we have this diesel train just rolling through Germany, just flames blaring out of all the sides and just terrifying the local countryside. And (laughs) it is the coolest, one of the coolest videos I've ever seen. So 
This sounds amazing. Them. I mean, was everyone okay? No, yeah, no one was on. No one was on on board. It was it was just okay. the devil. Somebody was on at one point, right? <laughs> uh, at what point? <laughs> So where but, did they um, go? We should be looking into this. Did somebody report, hey, my train's going away? Or did just a train roll up with nobody? Because that raises more questions, Germany. It does. Can't it just... does. It does. <laughs> well, no crime here. Nobody is... on it. This is, I think it's a, it's a Jeremy Renner situation where the person in control of the large vehicle got out of Jeremy the vehicle Renner. while it was still, still running. <laughs> And it tenant kept going. Uh, when <laughs> this year's second entry into when ghost riding the whip goes wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we have two from around January twentieth. <laughs> uh, this this new segment is just going to be uh, ghost riding the whip. From- <laughs> ghost, it's thieves guild, and when ghost riding the whip goes wrong. <laughs> oh wait, I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna y- y'all keep talking. I'm gonna translate something real quick. Translate something. I want to know how they say it. How do they say ghost riding the whip in German? Yeah. When fight with firefighters in hot pursuit. OAP, you bastard. <laughs> Did they say who was on the train originally? Like, no. That's... The Kaiser and his family. <laughs> <laughs> there's nope, not there, enough there's... information here. There, there really isn't. It's just honestly. Nobody was injured. This. Really? <laughs> there was nobody on the train. Oh. <laughs> Geisterfahrt meet der Peach. Peach. Geisterfahrt meet der Peach. <laughs> yeah. Ghost ride the whip. They have a word for ghost ride. Geisterfahrt. Ooh. Germans have a word for it. I'm making this up. Yeah, I know. They do. Obviously, the, the, this sort of train situation happens a lot more often than expected if they have a word for it. Geisterfahrt meet der Peach. Yeah, that feeling when you're on a train and it's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> the whole news story itself sounds like a neutral milk hotel like b-side oh 100 now she is a little boy in train playing <laughs> locomotive filled with flames there we go there you amazing go. i just changed the lyrics slightly <laughs> <laughs> not even sure that's it's kind of a parody it's really just an alternate take yeah, you, you can get sued for that um careful we already played the my poops so yeah we're open to any and all takers okay Mm -hmm. here it is the train was stopped it caught fire and then it started moving downhill so there was nobody Uh, ever on it i I, way cooler is just this train rolls into town with nobody on it it's just on (laughs) fire and they put it out it was doing for a bit they put it out and go well case closed (laughs) don't look into this any further (laughs) how does a train even get on on the tracks the train on fire (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Dude, I had to lower it. <laughs> okay, I should have read. Alrighty, that. it's two paragraphs. Well, yeah, I know. Um, moving on to good stuff. Who wants to go first? I can segue pretty well. Okay, then it's all you. All right. If you're like me, uh, you're probably thinking you've heard all the songs about trains you can handle. Because I'm going to talk about a song I heard about train this week. Uh, <laughs> last what song Clark's- was it? Last train to Clarksville, Love Train, Midnight Train to Georgia, Drops of Jupiter. Driver <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 8. But I want to hear, I, I want to hear, I heard a song this week, and it's a little different than what I normally listen to, but I think you're going to enjoy it. It's called Crazy Train by uh. Ozzy Osmond, the band. Um, <laughs> and it is, I don't want to spoil the surprise, but if you have Yahoo Music, you should look it up. It's, <laughs> the thing about, it's really good. Um. It starts off the band leader singing all aboard and you're thinking, all right, another train <laughs> song. 
And then I don't want to ruin what happens next, but it lives up to the name. There is <laughs> like bat sounds in like a instrument. I don't know what it is. And like, it sounds like the Joker is laughing and the song, <laughs> the song is actually really good. It sounds like if the red hot chili peppers went to hot topic, it is just, oh, it is like spooky, but not like, not like too scary. Not like the ring. Too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. It's got a solo. Like I don't know what instrument it is, but it's <laughs> it's just one guy going, and there's the Joker still laughing, and I just if listen to them now because I did some research into this band, and they are not going to see heaven. So he'll listen to it while you can. Uh, this is a song I heard on Yahoo Music this week, "Crazy Train" by Ozard Osman. <laughs> it's actually really good. <laughs> It's going to be stuck in my head the rest of the night. <laughs> this, this is my new bit, which is the worst guy you went to high school with hearing classic rock songs for the first time. <laughs> Such a rare uh, form. Like, hearing Crazy Train for the first time. Yeah. I think it is a magical experience. And knowing that I'm going to be an uncle soon by the end of the year, uh, I'm very excited to show my niece or nephew Crazy Train within the first you know handful of months of their life. Oh man, you got to get it started like right, like right towards the beginning of life. Yeah, like, absolutely. First thing it hears coming out. Play it as crazy they leave crazy. the birthing canal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All aboard this crazy All train aboard. of life. Am I right? Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Oh, that's great. I, I, I. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect song for a baby. Oh, man. That and Stereo Lab. The funniest thing about Crazy Train is that it features that instrument that's always in the band room with the two balls on the sticks. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no a very specialized maraca. Yeah, that no one's ever that. used in any <laughs> band arrangement. And they were just like, "Oh, put it in there. This is the crazy train." You <laughs> got one of those in the studio. It sounds like a train. I bet the one company that produces that instrument heard the song and went, "Oh my god, it's our time." Yeah. Northrop and Grumman. That. Yeah, Northrop when. Grumman. <laughs> But you know, when the cowbell sketch, like sketch came on SNL sketch. and they were talking about the sca- the cowbell, <laughs> they were talking about the cowbell and not the whatever. That's it is. true. What uh, even is there? Like percussion uh, balls on stick instrument. You could probably just shorten it to stick and balls. Will look <laughs> yeah. at that. All right. <laughs> this is not helping me. It's just- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a lot of uh, have to do with you know the it's it's called a vibrous slap. Oh, there we go. You're you're totally right. Yeah, that also Amazing sounds dirty. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it sounds like you'd you'd see a promotion under a tweet for that. <laughs> <laughs> Banger tweet, ladies, get the vibrous slap here. <laughs> <laughs> this is what your man really wants. That's a little. <laughs> In the bedroom. I, I, I. <laughs> All aboard. Here's... Also, here's a sunrise alarm clock. Oh, God. Well, thank you, Will. I'm super I didn't have anything to talk about this week, so I was listening to Crazy Train earlier. And I was just like, what if I just reviewed Crazy Train? Beautiful. Song dishes. you heard on the internet. May uh, God rest the soul of Ozzy Osbourne. Lost to us. Uh, if you're listening to this, Seven months from now, two months ago. (laughs) (laughs) 
I made a lot of jokes. I didn't make a lot of jokes, but I made a couple jokes about Ozzy Osbourne passing away sometime this year, minutes away from seeing the tweet about David Crosby. And I was like, this is uh, karmic justice. Like, I feel so bad you now. You killed him. Crosby you Crosby. killed uh, him instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll see Crosby. Oh, man. Deja Vu. Still a great album. Anyways, uh, this week I wanted to talk about my my new favorite YouTube game show. Um, which is hosted. Have y'all ever like stumbled across Windover Productions on YouTube? No, they're no. like the the videos about like the logistics of F one or like concerts, or they're talking about how carbon offsets work or things like that. Have y'all hit that corner yet? I've never Googled those three topics, so I have not had the opportunity to run across this. I just watch LOL surprise videos. <laughs> 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 totally fair um windover productions is a great channel they are extremely informative with these long form essays about how you know our world works and how like you know many different like logistics and engineering feats happen every day it's great um the host or the creator of that channel sam uh also hosts and has created with several windover writers the game jet lag the game which is a travel sort of game show in which the Sam, Ben, and Adam uh, compete in like various challenges that span across the world. And they usually have like a guest on with them. Like the most recent season that just ended a couple weeks ago was just basically they would travel all over the United States trying to claim a state and buy and they would claim a state through completing a challenge on a card. So the challenge would be like buy something at one pawn shop and sell it for more than you bought it for at another pawn shop or, you know, insult the uh, a state landmark or like spell help with rocks on a beach, those sort of things. Mm. Super like entertaining. If y'all ever watched like top gear or I guess, you know, amazing race is a good uh, uh, comparison. Like those sort of just like these buddies are traveling around like these great, you know, spectacular locations or when they're in the U S just like, you know, standard locations and trying Ohio. to compete in challenges <laughs> as Ohio um, as like they're trying to win the game and it all of the episodes run about 30 to 40 minutes they're all up on YouTube uh, they have series like I said where they try to claim the states they try to play connect four with the United States they play tag across Europe which was I think our first season watching and I found that to be really entertaining I thought that was really cool um, oh and there's another one that I'm forgetting either way it's you can search jet lag the game on youtube watch the seasons it'll take up a whole afternoon they're super fun sam is very clearly the creator of the network he's really smart and really calculating um but he's still he's got some camera training to do no offense to sam but you know Mm. i adore your content you're fantastic but ben and adam yeah ben and adam the camera the wrong way he's pointing at the sun (laughs) (laughs) ben and adam are always like the clear favorites because they're you know just like very uh, charismatic and they are willing to do anything and everything to win a challenge. Um, it's a very charming show and I highly encourage you to watch it. It's, it's just super fun. Um, it got us into uh, subscribing to Nebula, which Sam actually started at the age of 18. I'm sure y'all have heard of Nebula. If you watch, you know, Jake McGeller and game makers toolkit who are past uh, right show and tells as well as Abigail, Ab- Abigail Thorne, a philosopher tube. <laughs> Um, <laughs> couldn't get the name out. Uh, as well as All Shift X, who does my favorite, like a song of ice and fire roundups. Um, a lot of great creators yeah. on, on are on Nebula. If they ever start a, a podcast channel, you know, maybe I'd submit us. We'll see. Anyways, um, 
Nebula is great. Jet Light the game is fantastic. Went over productions. All wonderful little YouTube channels to check out because they're really informative and really entertaining. Nice. I'll check them out. This uh, you've, you've given me a good sell here. They, they take out like watching them do their stuff takes out a lot of like of that like imagined stress of travel like oh man I gotta make this flight and like all this and I just like oh I don't know if I can make that train on time and you see like them complete all this stuff within a <laughs> restricted time limit and you're like oh okay you know it's it's not that bad they're able to succeed mm-hmm. it's nice cool. yeah traveling can't be stressful if these these guys can do it <laughs> yeah please bozos exactly. all they gotta do is go I eat I think breakfast. they're filming you can't even hold the camera. <laughs> They're filming the next season as we speak, and I'm excited to see what's going on. Nice. They're going to space. That's the only not logical next step. Maybe one year. Maybe. Maybe. Um. So it's really it's really cool. That sounds like that sounds really great, especially compared to like a lot of the reality stuff that's that's on Netflix recently. Um, in fact, a lot of segue. Um, yeah, it's kind of yeah. a segue. It's pretty uh, good. Thanks. I'm working on it, just like Sean's good. working on it. And, uh, I'll compliment Sean too. That was very short and concise. A very well crafted, um, good stuff, Sean. Uh, great job. Panic. Thank you. Uh, hey, you know, panic can create create great results. Um, Be not afraid. So we uh, we've actually been talking about this a lot lately, and I'm sure it's it's a uh, it's been a topic of conversation in a lot of friend groups who are terminally um, watching content online like we are. And it's what the hell's happened to Netflix recently? Uh, we just uh, lately there was a. One of the latest, I should say, was Warrior Nun. None of us, had heard, other than Sean, have heard of the show Warrior Nun, <laughs> and it had already premiered its first season and been canceled before we even heard that it was being produced. And that a lot of money went into Warrior Nun. Uh, but that's not the only show. Have you ever, you guys, ever heard of the show 1899? Nope. Another. Is that the the Yellowstone. Oh no, that was the the it's 1883. Up, the 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 dark the uh, the German yeah. follow up. Yeah. To, um. That sci-fi show that was apparently very popular. <laughs> well, that's already come and that's been canceled and people are outraged, I guess. I hadn't heard about it until afterwards. Uh, but that's been happening a lot recently. Uh, meanwhile, shows like MILF Manor have been getting a lot of buzz, uh, which I don't know if you guys have heard of MILF Manor, but that's the mm. new reality show from Netflix where it's a bunch of... Um, Stereo. I-, I think, actually. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's Net- through Netflix, is it not? Is it on Netflix? I think it's, I think, sorry, Tyler, to derail, but I think that's a purely TLC show. No. Yeah. I mean, it was a 30 Rock joke before right. anything. Milf, Milf Island. Island. But right. I think Milf Manor is, that's purely TLC, baby. That's HBO Discovery. Okay. Well, TLC, oh, yeah, geez, that's its own crap bag of <laughs> horse shit. But, but you're um, not far off because Netflix no, does have that, that romance. The incest show with the oh. brothers and sisters. Yeah. Oh, it's the same, same sort right. of thing. It's all the, all brothers and sisters are competing in a challenge. Just like Dang. in Milf Manor, it's all, it's all. It's all moms and sons, which is yipes. Uh, I've, I've seen the clip of the challenge where it's like, we're going to blindfold all the moms and they're going to have to tell which one's their son by feeling their chiseled chests. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, who is watching this? Um, but Netflix it. is getting moms and sons. <laughs> Not watch that together. <laughs> uh, but regardless... Netflix was at its best, I'd say, prior to 2020 when it was churning out, like, really great prestige television shows. I mean, during the golden age of television, it had, you know, Stranger Things and Orange is the New Black and Black Mirror and, you know, shows that for better or for worse, you know, they were raking up Golden Globes, Emmys. Uh, they're producing and distributing a lot of fantastic movies, even up until now. Um 
but what happened? What happened to him? So I, I did a deep dive. I wanted to know, like, what exactly happened? What was the turning point? And I think I found it. So there was an executive over there by the name of Cindy Holland, who was very well liked. She was responsible for all the big shows like Stranger Things and we love Orange Cindy. is the New Black. And we all support Cindy. We stand Cindy. Um, but then there was a guy by the name of Ted Sarandos, oh who God. was promoted to co-CEO in 2020. Months after he was promoted, Cindy was fired. And who was replaced, or who replaced Cindy? A woman by the name of Bella Baharia, who had been in charge of Netflix's reality series and Boo. international series up until this point. Um, and we hate real life villains. in other countries. Yeah, right. They... Uh, <laughs> They were work rivals because whereas, um, you know, Cindy was supporting like shows like Stranger Things and Orange is the New Black and stuff like that. Uh, she was, uh, you know, voting against them, whereas she was promoting shows like You, if you guys have watched You, uh, as well as like The Circle and, and a whole bunch of reality shows. Um, in a previous life, one of the first shows that she ever produced, um, Bella Baharia, was The Mindy Project. So that's the type of original programming, better or for worse, for better or for worse. Um, that, that's the kind of stuff that she worked on. Um but uh, for the past few years, Sarandos and Baharia have been kind of shifting the type of content. That's where we've seen the content shift from the, um, you know, the, the kind of quality, high-budget originals to reality shows, which, you know, they're cheaper to make. So obviously that's, that's a, you know, budgetary shift to make. Um, they're leaning on legacy or, like, recognizable IPs, like Ryan Murphy stuff, like Wednesday. Those are the things that are getting the views for them, as well as uh, cheap or, or legacy IPs like Stranger Things. They're still throwing money into that because people yeah. are coming to watch it. But that's really it. That That's all they've kind of been, you know, putting money towards. Luckily, on the movie side, I mean, and you tell me, Sean, if you're more of a movie guy than I am, obviously, but I haven't seen much of a change. Obviously, I think it's kind of a different regime over there. Plus, movies are different because they're buying distribution rights versus, like, actually, you know, producing yeah. a lot of these movies from the beginning. Yeah. Um, but that being said, in the past three days, after I even started preparing this, there's another regime change happened at Netflix. The other co-CEO, his name is Reed Hastings, steps down. The guy who comes up in their place is the COO, uh, who luckily he's not in charge of any content. Up until that point, he's more of a product tech guy. Uh, he's coming in and he's taken that slot. But our good friend Bella has been promoted to chief content officer in the last three days. Oh. So now she's in charge of the whole shebang. She's in charge of TV, originals. She's in charge of the movie department. She's in charge of everything. So um, I, 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 I that, that's kind of that's where I see that the change has happened. Um, we're, we're kind of, uh, Sean brought this up. To be fair to Netflix, which I don't think we need to be fair to Netflix. We're, we're, I don't think any on, of these streaming Tyler. services. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. But I don't think any of these streaming services, you know, I mean, look at HBO Max and all that shit that's happening over there. But even Disney yeah, Plus, I mean, Chappic was removed from Disney um, in part because of original programming and stuff like that. So a lot of folks are, are a lot of these streaming services, just the, the streaming economy is in the decline. So... We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Netflix had a really rough last year. They lost millions of viewers. They had to lay off a whole bunch of folks, um, losing a lot of money. But in Q4, they got double the uh, the subscribers than they expected. So it's it's on the up for them. But uh, we'll see what happens. But in case you were wondering why Netflix is so shitty now, I think that's the reason why. And I think the, the complaints will just keep coming this year, especially like, I mean, I'm sure y'all have seen how they're going to start cutting down on uh, 
or a, on a password sharing. Yeah, that's in, that's like, days. That like that might happen before this episode is released. Yeah. Like, you know, and personally, I've always said, like, I've been on the show to say, like, Netflix is incapable of producing a show greater than like a B plus. And mm, obviously, that. I've been I've been proved wrong many times with like Haunting of Hill House, BoJack Horseman, Stranger Things season you. four. Like they, <laughs> not, <laughs> uh, but that's like if Netflix goes it won't feel like a terrible loss, mm. you know, because I, I don't, I'll admit, I don't pay for Netflix. I use my family's account have been for years. It's been just, so like what's going to happen when, uh, in the next few weeks here, when that goes away, are you going to spring for a new account or uh, are you going to port life? I, honestly, I might just see how long I can go without it. Mm. I mean, maybe when stranger things, you know, season five gets announced, I'll consider signing up again to watch that. But like, honestly, it, it you know, it's not like integrated in like Apple TV. It's not integrated in like it, there's no Switch app. It's just that's shocking. It's I, I, I kind of take it or leave it. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, I I totally get you know where this is coming from. Just like there are so many beloved shows and so many rabid fan bases. Like that's the thing is that like you put out a show all at once, and obviously you're going to create communities of people that like are able to watch it over and over again and obsess over it. Like mm-hmm. the warrior nun people, which again, a show we had <laughs> never heard of. I had only right. heard of because I think I clicked on like a coming next month to Netflix tweet. And I saw the replies just being like renew warrior nun for season two. <laughs> da, da, da. And you know, that's their show. I get it. I, you know, I was, devastated when i heard that the oa was not going to be renewed for season three um and i it's netflix is making some wild choices but i mean it's i guess you know with these sort of things like above the content you got to follow the money and that sucks especially for like really like talented content creators um people be watching the circle i mean including myself if i'm gonna be honest i've I've, i enjoy the circle but uh, I mean, like Emily in Paris and stuff. Like, it's like people like the, the the trashy stuff, and it's like uh, it's a travel show, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it is. Oh, it's funny because HBO did the exact same thing. HBO got rid of uh, gutted the HBO documentary staff mm-hmm. and replaced them mm-hmm. with the the TLC staff, reality staff, and just yeah, right. People people love a reality show, but the real reality I, is that Netflix sucks. No. See that? Uh, yeah, I mean, they kind of put do a button it. on it. Good, good job. Thank good you. Good job. Yeah. Sometimes, I, you know, I try to look at, you know, outside of a we're sometimes our 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 likes just as a collective three of us are pretty nichey. Like we could get yeah. pretty nichey with stuff that we like. So sometimes I, I try to look at it from just purely a normie standpoint, and I still can't understand a lot of stuff. A lot of these decisions that they're choosing. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if any of these streaming services exist or absorb one another or what the fuck by the end of this year. But uh, it's. It's just been wild to watch the trajectory of Netflix and, you know, previously knowing it as like the mail-in rental DVD service. Yeah. And like, I watched the assassination of Jesse James the first time because of Netflix. Or I watched like, uh, I just, I remember renting movies right out of high school on Netflix being like, this is so cool. And then like seeing that there was a streaming service, I was like you could watch two shows, you can watch Mad Men or you can watch, what was it? Like the first ever Netflix original was that the like, uh, uh the Lily Elgin Hammer. show, Lily Hammer. So you can watch these two shows or maybe Arrested Development in a couple years. Were you a Netflix subscriber when they sent you like a literal disc? Yeah. The PS3 disc. Yeah. 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 I remember like, I, like shortly after I graduated high school, like I was like, let's 
get into this because I'd like to see more movies. And it was such a nice system. It was so convenient. And now it's just like, man, do you want to see this uh, South Korean drama? And I'm like, I, maybe, but <laughs> maybe not for me. Maybe. I was like, you just open up the page and it's just like, it's so much. It's like, here's all these baking fails and these shows that you once watched. Slime. Noticeably not Michael Clayton. And I'm like, well, I don't really, I got to go where the money is. And that's so gotta far. I got to go where the Clayton is. I got to go where the Clayton is. And I think that is uh, right now, maybe nowhere. Uh, it's a, it's very funny that Netflix used to just be like the place where you got movies. And so they just started putting them on the website. And that's what sparked the whole streaming thing. Because like for a while, Netflix just had every movie. <laughs> you could just turn on Netflix. Yeah. And there was every show you'd ever heard of. Yeah. And then people were like, Incredible. hey, get, th- get those rights back. <laughs> yeah. 2011 Netflix was a vibe. It was. Yeah. Damn. Look at it now. For shame. For Truly. shame. But uh, for our fourth meal here, I figured uh, why why not think on it and come up with a reality show crazy enough to be picked up by Netflix or TLC uh, because they're, they're still kind of running the show and, and crazy reality shows. But um, interested to hear what you guys came up with. Uh, we should follow every family that purchases and plays with a poopy a poopy's slime surprise. <laughs> yes, because I want to be proven that it's like 30 something year old weird men. It's weird that are As a 30 something year old weird man, Tyler, I'm not playing with those toys. Um, not all 30 something year old weird men. <laughs> 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 Some of us are getting into classical music and it's taking over our lives. Netflix likes a couple of things. They like a competition. They like a trashy reality show. They like their same six tiger beat ass teen stars. Yeah. And they like shitty young adult fiction, which is why I am premiering a new show that was canceled yesterday called Life Sentences, (laughs) which is where Millie Bobby Brown and Noah Centenino sit down with inmates who were convicted for life. And every week, a different young adult author comes in and they have to write a short story. And the winner of that week, it's five years taken off their sentence. <laughs> oh my god, amazing. That's like the you're right, that is the melding of every aspect of Netflix. Yeah. Holy shit. It's even got a fun name, but it was already canceled. Hashtag save life sentences. Netflix fix your mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Release the spider cut. <laughs> Hulu, pick it up, please. Um I got one kind of similar to Will. It's it's a little similar, uh, except the life hasn't been ruined yet. They haven't gone to prison yet. Uh this is a show called The Job Project. So every season, Tyler, every is, season, is this real. The, the Christian so, gamer Tyler is <laughs> alive gamer. again. The Job Project. So every season, some random person selected, but they have to be living a good life. Um, but really, by all accounts, they have to be living a successful life. Every episode, things change in their life until the end of the season, where their life insanity is completely unraveled. <laughs> Uh, you get their friends in on it, their family job, the family dog, everyone's in on it. See what it takes to ruin a man's life. Like punked, but more drawn out and devastating. Um, at the end, give the guy a million dollars. Whatever makes you feel better about it uh, and ensure that he's going to return to normal life. <laughs> but at that price, for a million dollars, <laughs> at that price, you got to go all out. And I don't know, maybe change it up, every, like ruin a guy's life differently every season. <laughs> maybe the same guy. That'd be hilarious. Um <laughs> oh no, I'm back on the Joe project. <laughs> yeah. 
start really small, like every morning, like remove his toothbrush from the situation and uh, gas <laughs> gaslight him about it. Be like, you've never brushed your teeth in your life. Uh, and then have it go all the way towards just like Kill trapped in a box being shipped to oh. Cuba or something like that. Like <laughs> just absolutely ruin a man's life. Get him fired. <laughs> just, yeah. There should be like an NPC who just like always spills soup on him or every time he goes to a restaurant. <laughs> It's the same guy. <laughs> it's the Truman Show, but it goes wrong. Yeah. The Truman Show, oh, but man. Punk, which is like a small <laughs> cast of people is following this man around. <laughs> just ruining his life. Oh, man. Just a serious man. Well, I think that uh, we're going to end on a positive note there. Um, <laughs> we're all, we've all been cast onto the Joe Project. Yeah, that's my life. That's, that's Joe my, Millionaire. It's on me. Ah, <laughs> oh, brilliant <laughs> Netflix call us we say it's another um, Joe Millionaire but then we ruin the guy's life instead <laughs> <laughs> you never let it seem in writing where it actually says Joe Millionaire mm. what if it was like The Bachelor where cause you, you could control that environment but it, yeah. the, the person who was The Bachelor was the Job and all of the contestants were just trying to ruin him and so he's in the mansion yeah. And all of the contestants aren't actually vying for his heart. Maybe one, maybe they can fake fall in love with him, and like he's really into it. Uh, and then at the oh end, man. she's like, "Oh, you're on Netflix. I don't love you." And then just, <laughs> they all come out at the end. And clap. <laughs> Wait, didn't didn't a Japanese television network do this already with a guy they like Fake trapped bachelor. in a room? Have you guys seen this? <laughs> Where there's like they. I'm, you, that's amazing if if they have. They like they have a guy in a room and he's like only God, there's a YouTube essay about it where he's like only able to like consume what comes from the outside world from like little like pamphlets and magazines that they give him. And they give him like obviously they give him food so he can survive and he's just trying to like win money and he like slowly loses his mind. <laughs> and I think they move him into like a new studio when he thinks he's done and they move him into the same like identical room. And then, like, in the middle of what he thinks is another challenge, because he's 40 days into this, he's developed a habit, <laughs> the walls drop, and he's, like, bearded, long hair, wearing nothing but, like, skivvies. The walls drop, and he's in a studio. And he just, like, as much as a human can, tries to grapple with it, and everyone's, like, cheering for him, because they've been watching him this whole time. That's, that's what I've always wanted. That's what I've always wanted. I, this is—it's a real thing. Japan's done it. Honestly, I think Netflix could benefit a lot from just like uh, duplicating Japanese reality television. Oh, that's amazing. Oh my I love God. that, and I love Will. I love your idea of The Bachelor, but it's all fake, and that's the whole like point of the show is the conceit, and they just make it like the most wholesome, like make it hard on him. Like he falls in love with all the girls because yes. they're like psychologically like perfect for him. He finds out things about their it, life. Like you find out things about his life, and all of the girls are like his perfect match. So he has like fifteen perfect yeah. matches. <laughs> He's just having such oh. a hard time, but at the end, he feels like he truly found his soulmate. And at the end, they're like, "It's a joke. We don't like <laughs> it like that." Ashton Kutcher runs uh, out with a hat. <laughs> I, I, I will clarify the uh, the man's name was Nasubi. Nasubi. Uh, What's the show? There's it's. I will link. I don't know what the show is. It might be called The Life of Prizes. And I remembered that he has to like survive and get himself out by just entering as many sweepstakes <laughs> as he can. And so he just starts winning link materials through that. There is an amazing atrocity guide 
uh, essay on it. I will send it to the both of y'all. Everyone listening, look up Atrocity Guy. They're a fascinating YouTube channel. Um, But this guy, this story is just unbelievable. A feral man with a beard in his underwear just suddenly in like a crowded studio. (laughs) It it is like some of the the cruelest, wildest (laughs) shit known. And I think it was done in the early 2000s. Netflix (laughs) is barely approaching this. What if the Stanford prison experiment was way meaner? (laughs) <laughs> just about one guy in particular <laughs> oh, the universe great. is the guards <laughs> Sorry. What, if, what if god was the prison guard <laughs> I, brief aside speaking of reality shows we've been watching this uh, ABC show called the parent test have y'all oh. seen anything about this? That looks insufferable. No, it's they have I think a dozen or so sets of parents who I'll have a different you know, parenting style. Had, they all have a different parenting style. And basically, it's just a competition to see which is the best parenting style. And without Great getting goes. into all the styles and you know dynamics and whatever, it's a somewhat entertaining show. You know, it's ABC, so it doesn't get any more dramatic yeah. than an episode of Extreme Makeover. Whatever. But on the most Pretty recent dramatic. episode, they do a challenge. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's not wild, but it's, you know. Uh, on the most recent episode, they do they give the kids a challenge of like, all right, it's Opposites Day. And they call it Opposites Day, which Bobby put. Either way, they say the kids are the That's parents. The the parents say that. Yeah. The kids are the parents, and the parents are now the kids. And so the kids, they let the kids just like govern how they want. And honestly, I was sitting there. I was like, if I was a little child genius who had heard of the Stanford Prison Experiment. Yeah. One, they never give them a time limit for when the day should stop, like when it should end. And two, wouldn't it be fascinating to see a Stanford prison experiment where it's just children uh, playing the guards and parents playing the adults? Netflix, yeah. get that's, at me. That's I good. think this this could be interesting. Um, but yeah. My first prison experiment. Coming soon to Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be called Stanford. <laughs> Stanford. <laughs> The Stanford Prison <laughs> Experiment. <laughs> Will Arnett is going to host. Oh, God. Uh, so much content. Shows. So it, it's like. Uh, Watch Better Call Saul. For, for, yeah, we're just we're here to like sift through all the content and tell you which is the best to watch and which is the best and most enriching to experience. Um, so That's what we're doing here? Milk I'm here Manor. to talk about Grimace's dick. Every day. <laughs> Cut, the episode. Cut the episode right there. Don't do the plugs. <laughs> Don't do an outro. <laughs> yeah, no Tyler's question, nothing. I'm Tyler, and I'm sorry. <laughs> just like Grimace's dick. It's just radish, but the episodes end whenever we mention Grimace's dick. The episode gets twice as fast. Unfinished. Yeah. <laughs> Why is this week's episode only three minutes long? <laughs> it's hanging on by a thread. <laughs> Much like... <laughs> uh much like my sanity uh i'm tyler you can find me online at tyler from radish find the podcast online at radish pod and join our discord at indiesaurus.com slash discord sorry i had i, had, I think i had like a mini aneurysm right there i forgot where i was horrifying to watch i'm will from radish you can find me at will from radish i'm sean and i had to go sneezy <laughs> <laughs> A fun thing to say when you shake someone's hand and your hand is wet is to say, it just sneezes. How often do you shake your hand, someone's hand when your hand is wet? It's lit. <laughs>